0: In alle gassen vom Menschen geht, hört man so was Stoffkes, englich Kind und Kind, schmusen von der Bofkes, englich meidig Kind und Kind, schmusen von
1: Hello and welcome to You Are Not Immune, a leftist podcast about propaganda, praxis and spin. Happy International Workers' Day, everyone. Solidarity forever. I'm your host, MJC, and with me, as always, is my friend and comrade, Spectra.
2: Solidarity forever, everyone.
1: And that wonderful music you just heard was courtesy of one Isabel Frey, uh, a Vienna artist and activist who performs Yiddish revolutionary songs. Uh, the song that was playing in your ear holes just then was Daloy Politze. A traditional Yiddish revolutionary song that originated from the Jewish diaspora uh, in the Russian Empire. Uh, Talking about uh, general strikes across the entire uh, country. Uh, all for uh, the taking down of the Tsar. And later you'll hear a German version of the same song, which was uh, written by uh, Isabel Frey herself. If you'd like to listen uh, to more of her songs, you can find her on SoundCloud. Uh, Just Google uh, Isabel Frey, that's Isabel, uh, and Frey is spelled um, F-R-E-Y. For more information, check her out. She's fantastic.
2: Uh, we are recording this on the first of May, also known as International Workers' Day. Um, so this won't go out in time, obviously. Mm-mm. But, um, but no, yeah, always lagging thought... behind. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so we thought we would discuss a number of things today, uh, but the the main thing was to do a short little history on what exactly International Workers' Day is and why it's important. Uh, and more importantly, or, well, maybe not more importantly, uh, but also, why it just can, you know, coincidentally isn't really talked about much at all, or even recognised in that many co- in that many countries officially. Anyway, um, so I had a question for you, actually, MJC. Obviously, we both yeah. grew up in the UK. Now, I'm sure you would have heard of Mayday, as I had heard of Mayday.
1: Yes, of course. It's when Mister Bean was you- on.
2: <laughs> exactly. The May Day bank holiday. Uh, when was the first time you heard May Day in the UK in association with International Workers' Day? Um, I would probably
1: say oh, around when I got into university, yeah. When I yeah. got radicalized. So I, <laughs> yeah, hard.
2: exactly. So 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 likewise I only realised its connection to uh, International Workers' Day maybe three or four years ago. So probably around the same kinda of time. Yeah um yeah because weirdly um you know ba- and you you'll you'll begin to piece together uh why this might be the case when we go through the history of uh of international workers day um there there might be some reasons why states might not actually want to let people know that that's the history behind it Oh. or otherwise encourage awareness yeah why would they do that uh, they've got well, the holiday they've they've got the holiday and everything um i don't actually know how many place how many countries it's officially recognized in but i know it's not officially recognized in all of the places that generally speaking have a labor day or something similar mm. um i don't have the exact list in front of me unfortunately um but suffice it suffice to say uh it is not recognized globally so it's not international well, not officially, not according to each state that uh, observes holidays and official
1: holidays internationally. And hence why it's called um, May Day and not something cool yeah. like International yeah. Workers' <laughs> Day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty much. Got obfuscate it um, as much as possible.
2: Well, uh, certainly the case in the UK and even more so in the US, as we will discuss a little bit later. Um, so, yeah, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you, you know a little bit about the history of International workers Day don't you a little bit. I do yes okay cool uh, so I won't this this won't be complete shock and surprise to you um, right so International Workers Day is May 1st and there's a very good reason why it's May 1st uh, and that is because at least partly uh, back in the 1880s, a goal for uh, the Federation of Organised Trade and Labour Unions. I cannot say that in one sentence. I have to punctuate it because I just can't. Say it ten times really fast. Uh, Federation of Organised Trade and Labour Unions. No, I can't (laughs) Not even once. Uh, Not even even once. Not even once without (laughs) pausing or hesitating. Uh, So uh, the Federation of Organised Trade and Labour Unions set a goal in the 1880s uh, for the 1st of May 1886 to have in place the 8 hour workday as standard because up until that point there were restrictions in place I believe regarding labour laws but they were still pretty fucking lax like oh you know you can work 13 hours a day uh, it don't fucking matter yeah, it's fine you know you have to work that much because we want you to die <laughs> it's um, all
1: voluntary right it's all voluntary yeah, exchange
2: basically so um yeah, we could go into a bit more background to that, but I want to try and keep this as, as concise as possible because the story behind it is quite long. So long story short, this goal was set 1st of May of 1886 to have eight hours, the eight hour working day in place. Uh, that day came or the, ta- the day uh, got really close and that still hadn't happened. There had been a whole series of wildcat strikes and other strikes before then uh, and still the eight-hour workday was not a standard. Still dying so, over here. Yeah, yeah, basically. So, uh, essentially, a general strike happened. That's simplifying the, the issue massively. Like, I forgive me, I'm going to simplify a lot of shit here. Uh, so, the general strike, uh, or a general strike, happened. Um, I... There aren't exact figures for the number of people who took place, but it's... Sort of hundreds of thousands to maybe half a million Americans, uh, downed tools and fucking just went on strike. Just on the first of May, just went no fuck you, we're not working. You know, which is great. Wow, that's we should do more of that. You know,
1: <laughs> time before the internet, before any sort of yeah mainstream telecommunications. Um, yeah, so a, a lot 000. of this
2: was yeah a lot of this was done uh via like flyers and union um like communications and things like that so it was all it was all it was all good you know everyone fucking down tools and and the protests uh were held all across the united states but the ones that we're interested in for this particular uh for this particular history happened in chicago uh so On the 1st of May, as I say, hundreds of thousands of workers attended rallies, strikes and various demonstrations all across the country, all across the US. Uh, And this strike continued. And on the 3rd of May, a group of striking workers in Chicago met outside the McCormick Harvesting Machine Company plant in support of union workers who worked at the plant who had been locked out since early February owing to previous disputes that they'd had so these workers hadn't they'd, they'd, they'd not been laid off they were still on the payroll basically but they were still locked out because they refused to accept the sort of shitty like yeah sure we'll do that kind of thing from their bosses you know mm. fuck, fuck bosses um so uh the these group of other workers joined in uh, to sort of help them um these same workers the mccormick factory uh had also previously been attacked by pinkertons uh i'm not gonna go into the full history of the pinkertons because that's that's a bit of a big segue to do a short explanation of but long story short uh private um detective agency allegedly uh hired out by large industry owners and factory owners uh to keep their workers in line uh, it was effectively a private militia for hire for the capitalists that weren't already police, so they had a lot less restrictions in what they could use. And indeed, there were numerous incidents where people were beaten and killed by the Pinkertons. So you know, fuck them. Aren't they a
1: faction uh, in Fallout? Pinkertons. Yeah, the Pinkertons. <laughs> Am I remembering what? that wrong? No. Uh,
2: they're 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 mentioned in um, Bioshock Infinite. That's it. Yep. Book- Booker Dewitt was a was a Pinkerton. Oh yeah. fuck him then. There's even more now. Yeah, I know. Even more. We should <laughs> he, definitely. He was already. A, he was already a. C- and then they two sides the game, and of course they would because the Protag was a fucking Pinkerton.
1: What? Ah, oh, we need to do a whole episode on that. Okay, carry yeah. on.
2: Okay, right. <laughs> okay, so uh th- this group had this group that had been shut out of their factory had previously been attacked by Pinkertons. Um, uh so at this event on the 3rd of may uh strike breakers um who's who come of the earth are people yeah they're scabs yeah. okay in the in in the language so these are people who go into work regardless of the strike which kind of undermines the entire point of the strike so you know not not good optics um uh, at this event strike breakers uh were going into the factory and they were under the protection of a garrison of 400 police officers uh in the city of chicago now by this point half of the replacement workers had already defected to support the general strike so that's that's pretty based right yeah um so you know clearly the general strike was winning a lot of people round because everyone was suffering at the hands of the conditions momentum. that these factories that's knew. fucking yeah, exactly.
1: momentum yes
2: yes it is yes it fucking is um where was i uh, sorry. Uh yeah, yes. So, so no no that's fine. Um uh yeah, so these uh strike breakers half of them had already split off and joined the uh the general strikers because they were like, yeah, actually the material conditions that I have to work with are shit and uh, my boss is a bastard and fuck all of this bollocks. Um at the end of the workday though on the 3rd of May, uh the a, a group. Well, sorry, not the group. A group of striking workers rushed to the gates to confront strike breakers as they left now despite calls for calm from other people within the strike to the police the police opened fire and killed two workers Oof. as you can imagine does not don't do a lot to you know calm the situation down does surely it
1: surely doesn't yeah that's not a convincing yeah. argument that's not facts and logics I would say
2: yeah no when you when you when you You know, when you're at a strike and... uh, And Shapiro comes along and says,
1: actually, you should be working (laughs) until you die. Uh,
2: And then you go and confront those people and then the police just kill you. Uh, Yeah, not not great. Um, Definitely not based. Definitely not based. So this was on the 3rd. And... um, So, like, very quickly after uh groups of local anarchists printed flyers like fucking this is this is the 1800s the late 1800s equivalent of like shit tweeting really quickly
1: <laughs> um you know one like, of
2: 12 <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> um so yeah like, local groups of anarchists uh printed flyers calling for a rally uh in haymarket square um w- it, haymarket square in the city uh over the police violence the next day so like these people were fucking organized right mm. like oh you're gonna shoot two workers okay fuck you we're gonna have an even bigger strike um you know so th- these these flyers were printed um and and i'm just gonna mention this here actually this is this will become important later um so one of the speakers uh and uh professed anarchist august spies i, I have a bit of a lisp so that name just kills me august spies um said he he was he was due to speak at this rally that was going to be held in haymarket square the following day and one of the flyers that got printed i can't remember the exact wording of it and i don't have a copy of it here but it sounded as if it was going to incite violence it was like oh you know show show them your power kind
1: of not in a video game
2: not in a video not game, no. Satire, not, in, not in satire, not, not in satire, no. It was still quite um, it was still quite ambiguous. It wasn't like saying, "Oh yeah, we're going to fucking murder a bunch we'll of people." It give was it like, to them, sort you know. Of
0: thing.
2: Y- yeah, exactly. Um, now this is important. This will be important later. August spies was uh, pretty. He didn't want to. He ba- he basically turned around and said, "You get that shit off those flyers now and don't fucking send them out because I am not speaking at an event where we're trying to fucking incite people to riot." Like that's. We're not doing that, lads. And everyone went, oh shit. Okay, yeah, quick." So they they didn't manage to get rid of all of them, but they they pulled back most of the the flyers that they could, and then reprinted new ones that that had the offending line removed. Right. So August spies, pretty fucking chill, dude. Right. Pretty chill. Uh. So even the even uh, he knew the, about
1: optics. Oh uh, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> August spies Folks, optics master. This is pretty cringe.
2: <laughs> this is yeah. This is. Come on now, stop LARPing. We're not we're not doing
1: this. <laughs> Says the person who actually like organized a general strike. <laughs> you <Yeah>. fucking LARPers. <laughs> Take that red army <laughs> uniform off. You, you're not a Chinese peasant. Stop pretending you racist.
2: <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh applying like anachronistic humor to situations will never stop being funny <laughs>
1: fucking shitty twitter humor yeah sorry yeah,
0: Continue.
2: Um, yeah it's fine it's fine uh yeah so august spies pretty chill pretty based guy uh he was one of the speakers that was due to speak he wasn't you know he wasn't lone manning it mm. uh because you should never lone man a uh a strike Ooh, ever. always have security uh, ever or, or always have security and always do it with someone else yep. you know just in general strike buddy the More of you are the better exactly um so uh the next day comes haymarket square is filled with i had the number here where was it uh oh i didn't copy the number oh never mind (laughs) that's it's not super important um so haymarket square gets filled with workers who have come to listen uh it's it's the it's the affair right it's it's yeah Yeah, it's the affair because it was a it was a well it was a massacre but yeah I I know that at the time the massacre took place there were considerably less people there because most people had already already dispersed by that point.
1: Okay. Rally uh estimated variously between 600 and 3000. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: That's a pretty big margin there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oral history, folks, it's it it sucks. Yeah, it really um, does. Yeah, it really sucks. Right so so um Hay- the Haymarket square was uh, was filled with workers who had come to listen to various speakers talk on the subject of the progress towards the 8-hour day and how it was going to be achieved um about the events that happened the previous day and how the struggle for the 8-hour workday pertained to the events that happened the previous day all in all it was a pretty fucking relaxed and chill thing uh, I believe I'm also right in saying that the the uh, city mayor was there and was like, "Yeah, no, these guys are fine. Just leave them. You know, they're they're chill." Um, so, what happened? The inciting event was that around 10:30 in the evening, as the uh, last speaker of the night was just closing down his speech, uh, the police who had previously been watching on from a distance in large groups down the streets, um, started moving in towards the group and basically said, go home, disperse, you know, get the fuck out of here kind of thing. Mm. Bearing in mind that at this point the crowd had already dispersed pretty heavily and most people were winding down and going home. Because the last speaker of the day just wound up their speech.
1: There's not much to stay around for
2: yeah well yeah exactly and you know there hadn't been like an inciting call to violence or fucking anything like that right the police came in they told everyone to go home and in uh that confrontation where i believe let me just have it make sure and oh yeah okay right so in that confrontation uh they sort of said oh you know fuck off go home um a bomb was thrown and the bomb uh was a sort of a makeshift shrapnel bomb uh and i think it killed two people instantly uh both police and it uh, mortally wounded others Um, and in the ensuing confusion Uh, the police opened fire on basically anyone. They just fucking all started shooting. It didn't matter at who. In fact, there were reports later um, that a lot of police officers were shot accidentally by other police officers because they were just surrounding a group of fucking civilians at this point, shooting into the crowd. Seen
1: some real parallels to today.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot to be said there about uh, the militarization of the police and, you know... (laughs) military intelligence in general. Yeah, train, um, training has not
1: changed, but the guns certainly have yeah, gotten better.
2: Yeah, exactly. They've gotten more efficient, but the police, the people holding mm-hmm. them, is still the yeah. same. Um, so, all in all, uh, seven officers died, and many or many more were wounded. Based. Uh, and four workers... <laughs> <laughs> Practice of the week. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Practice of the week, 1886. Um... So all in all, uh, seven officers were killed, many more were injured, and four workers were killed, uh, and many more were injured. Though, it's been stated that we don't actually know how many may or may not have died as a result of injuries sustained that night. And we'll get onto why that was the case in a little bit. But, mm. So all these people died. And the response was absolutely fucking brutal. Uh, There were eight solid weeks of shakedowns for labour organisers, mostly without permits or warrants for search, and that was individuals whether they were at work, whether they were at home, whether they were on the street, anyone suspected of being a Labour organiser was immediately treated with suspicion by the authorities to a point where they could just be fucking detained and searched and questioned in connection with what happened. Again,
1: very much similar to the parallels of today. Uh, Stop the search.
2: Exactly, yeah. Drawing some parallels there. Uh, As a result of this and the ensuing climate of fear that sort of got brought about by uh, the sort of the law and order wing of the state in general uh bought public distrust of anyone calling for improved working standards or taking on labor issues like it it fucking diminished any public perspective or perception of those people that existed because there was the immediate association with oh yeah you're the person who killed a bunch of police officers you know even though at that point in time there was fucking no, no evidence for that really at all no. uh which it's a recurring theme throughout this story, as it turns yeah. out. Um, so, <laughs> The yeah, thin blue was, liners massive, of the 1800s. Uh, uh, yeah, fucking tell me about it. um So, uh, the public distrust went through the roof, and the climate of fear just got worse and worse and worse to the point where openly sp- espousing your views or calls for improved conditions at work was immediately greeted with mistrust and may actually end you land you in hot water and this is one of the reasons why we can't be too sure of how many people were or were not mortally wounded in that incident on the worker side because many of them never sought to get their wounds treated because they would be then referred to the police because anyone with those injuries was likely to have been at the event and would therefore been been treated as an agitator. So, there's a big sort of hypothesis that says we don't know how many people were really seriously injured because of this because it's likely that most of them never reported their injuries for fear of being prosecuted. Or persecuted rather. Or prosecuted,
1: yeah, both.
2: Well, yeah. Uh, and, you know, uh, the situation was, was awful, right? All of this is this, this whole thing is just a fucking mess. Um... And this whole situation led eventually to the court case of who people who had been rounded up um, in connection, air quotes, to the bombing. Now, one of the I'm not going to go into the details and backstories of all of the defendants, because this is a much bigger thing that we could probably do a whole fucking episode on this court case alone. Jesus. Um, Long story short, it when we say court case, uh, it, it. no <laughs> like court case implies that there was some level of fair trial uh, so they were all tried together rather than separately despite calls for them to be tried separately uh, the court just basically said nah fuck you we're doing them all at once uh, because you know these people were assumed guilty immediately based on the connection that oh you know these are anarchists and labor organizers they must be guilty of whatever we say they're guilty of regardless of whether or not there's any evidence for that um, the jury or well, members of the jury self-professed to have a massive fucking bias against the defendants, uh, as did the judge openly, uh, which is just fucking astounding. That's some really, due process we, right there. Yeah, when you think about it, just the judge like, oh, you know, these people are guilty. Let's just
1: get this over this with. Is a formality, um, kangaroo court.
2: Yeah, e- effectively. Yeah, the whole thing was uh, the whole thing was a fucking. The wash. truth is
1: now, ch- ch- the game was rigged from the start. <laughs>
2: Oh, for fuck's sake!
1: I'm sorry.
2: Oh my god, that timely Fallout New Vegas <laughs> reference. <laughs> what? How many years after it came out? Um, over ten. Fucking 2009, 2010.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ten years. Oh my god, it's been ten years. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Sorry. This is this is the last that's Fallout reference. I promise. A, a,
2: a ten year a ten year old reference to a court case that's 130 years Happy old. Happy International
1: nice Fallout New Vegas <laughs> Day, everyone.
2: <laughs> oh fucking hell the house always wins <laughs> um right okay where was i fuck court case court case was completely fucking rigged okay long story short that's the, the the crux of what you want to know we can go into more detail of this in another episode maybe um but there's plenty of like written history and short videos and stuff out there that, that talk about it in more detail um one of the other important things to to take into account was that they never actually tried anyone as being the bomber because they couldn't prove that anyone was the not prove anyone they had in court was the bomber it's not
1: even beyond reasonable doubt at this point is it it's just like <laughs> this is just i have several doubts oh fuck that
2: <laughs> yeah basically um in fact there's an interesting uh part where was it? Uh, duh, 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 duh. I had it.
1: One second, I'm going to get a pillow for my back. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm that's fine. Old. I'm getting old.
2: Yeah, if I can tell me about it. I oh, woke up a couple of days ago with a brand new stretch really mark sweet. and an ingrown hair.
1: Oh, this is way too thick of a pillow. Woof. What a thick oh, boy. Too thick. Oh, juicy thick. Okay.
2: Okay. You'll forgive me because I'm now just cribbing from the Wikipedia article because I didn't copy this into my document, but I know I I should have included it. I know, I'm sorry. I forgot to copy this into my document. In my own words, obviously. Um, Right, so the identity of the bomber. Uh, Notwithstanding the convictions for conspiracy, no actual bomber was ever brought to trial quote, and no loyally explanation could ever make a conspiracy trial without the main perpetrator in the conspiracy com- seem completely, completely legitimate. Um, well. <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> there you historians, go. His,
2: his, historians such as James Joel and Timothy Mercer Cruz say that the evidence points to Rudolf... Oh god, I am going to butcher that name. That, that is a German immigrant's name that I cannot let pronounce.
1: Me, let me assist you there, Spectre.
2: Uh, let me just copy it. No, I've.
1: I've I mean, I'm. Oh, I'm looking at the same Wikipedia article as you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Schnauel I believe.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the likely, they were the likely perpetrator. Uh, but there were also comments made as well was like, well, I mean, these people were present. These speakers were present at the rally, and they didn't do anything to stop the person throwing the bomb. Ergo, they must be just as culpable, right? It's very big mood of, why don't all of the Muslims just disavow <laughs> all the things all of the time? As, yeah, point we made before, you know. Does, it's, it's nice to see that that's a recurring theme. Does,
1: does America have a good Samaritan law? I think
2: they do, but I have a funny feeling it was implemented sometime after this case.
1: I'm guessing so, yeah. Redu- uh, r- reduce the, their hesitation, no, but it's also, like, doctrine. Um, yeah. Yeah
2: because the the court case was late
1: 1886 right no but this is a common law principle so it it should yeah. oh okay I see it should be f- it should have already bloody been ancient there. but no it's not bloody good Samaritan law it's um a responsibility to intervene uh, I thought it was a good Samaritan law responsibility to protect the no not intervention no it's not the Iraq war Uh <laughs> oh, fuck it. I, I can't continue
2: okay, okay right um there was also there were also rumors that uh and again this is sort of down to how oral history is a bit shit but um there were also rumors put about that if no one really knew who made the bomb, then it could well have been the fact that the Pinkertons just tried to fucking sabotage the event. That's an interesting theory. I have no idea whether that's true or not. It wouldn't surprise me, but at the same time, I can't say either way. But one of the people to be tried and executed, uh, not all of the people who were tried were executed. Some of them had their sentences commuted to life imprisonment, uh, oh, and what a mercy. one of them got fif- thanks. Yeah, I know. and I believe one of them got uh, 15 years, um, but they, the rest were sentenced to death. Um, one of the people who was sentenced to death was the aforementioned, uh, oh, I've fucking forgotten his name. Oh, that's so bad. Uh, one of the people who was sentenced to death was the aforementioned August Spies. You know, the really chill guy who was like, no, I don't want to incite violence. You get that shit off the fucking flyers right now, you dumb bitch. Uh, so yeah, he was, he was tried and executed, um.
1: Never compromise.
2: And never compromise. Yeah, never. <laughs> You'll only get
1: backstabbed uh, and stitched up. Well, yeah.
2: The thing, we've, the thing we've learned from history is the importance of solidarity, um, especially in trying times and amid Red Scare and intentional uh, confusion like through, I can't I can't be as specific as through the court system by just making up a kangaroo court because that was also the exact same thing that fucking happened. But you know, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. But um, yeah. These um these patterns of red scare and uh, uh, labour uh, phobia uh, carried on for decades to to yeah. come, and also intersected with a lot more um you know, anti-immigration uh, anti-immigrant thoughts. Um, anti-Italianism A- absolutely, um, yeah. and specifically I'm referring to the um, kangaroo court and execution of uh, Nicola uh, Sacco and Bartolomeo uh, Vanzetti who were two Italian immigrants um, who identified as anarchists Yeah, quite quite openly
2: f- as well which um, some people yes. have suggested may be one of the reasons why they were uh, why their trial went yeah. the way it did
1: yeah, they um they were very vocal about their opinions and their thoughts and they were picked aside for um uh, a charge of murder against um a It uh,
2: was it was oh, a it was it a uh it was it was, it was armed, was armed robbery. robbery of a a, a cla- paymaster. yes, paymaster, that's the one. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for.
1: Yeah. I was gonna say clerk. It's for the yeah, it was for the uh, f- uh first degree murder of a paymaster. Hmm. Which, um, if they had done, it would yeah, have been pretty no, base. But you know, <laughs> yeah. Which no, but they didn't. They didn't, You know, they yeah. so you, you, you're damned if you do, do praxis, and you're damned if you don't do praxis. Yeah. So always do praxis. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're not, but yeah, they they they, they were um, given a show trial, um, highly um, illegitimate yeah, trial. Yeah, there were they were numerous uh, and given the electric they were, chair. They were there
2: were numerous remarks made by the. Uh, or there are numerous remarks alleged to have been made by the judge in private conversations with other people, where he basically confirmed that he didn't really care. He was going to do everything to give them the chair because he just hated yeah. them. It's like, well, that's yeah. that's uh, that's not a that's not due process. That's that's just sentencing two people to death for their belief, even though there's no evidence yeah. they um, did nothing.
1: Mm. Yeah, and this undoubtedly stemmed from the. Uh, uh, International Workers' Day in uh, the 4th of May of, uh, Haymarket Affair. Yes. Undoubtedly, there was some influence yeah, there. Yeah. So you've always got to remember to keep on your guard. Always keep on your guard. That's
2: well said. That's well said. Okay, yeah. So the the situation as it was, was it it, it massively shook up the uh, organizing of labor movements. And indeed, it would be a great number of years before the eight hour workday ever fucking got implemented in any meaningful capacity in the United States as a result, at least partially, of the public perception of the Haymarket Affair. Um the where was it? The uh demands uh for the eight hour workday persisted for years, with the first private companies not being forced to give the eight hour workday by the state until nineteen sixteen.
1: Jesus. Right? Jesus.
2: Yep, and that was only for some yeah. private companies. Some some of them still were sort of given a ways around it and well, they definitely um, backed out of that were... now of course but oh yeah fucking of course they have um but yeah so this was this was 1886 was the set was the goal that was set for the 8 hour workday and at least partly because of the events of the haymarket affair and how it was handled and the fucking public and state response to it, like, by just brutally crushing and suppressing any labor movements whatsoever fucking ever, and the frequent use of the Pinkertons as a, effectively you know, a private militia to beat down anyone who wanted to change the material conditions... The like the goal was not fucking met until nineteen sixteen and even then it didn't apply to everyone. And that's not globally, this is just in the US as well. Other countries had their fucking fight to go through as well. Though the Haymarket affair had broad and wide reaching implications.
1: Yeah. So what's the what's the so, lesson we learned from this, Spectra?
2: So the lesson we learned from this is that uh, well, at least partly that the first of May is an important day for workers in terms of our Remembering, the struggle continues to go on for years. It doesn't really end, and especially no. as you pointed out earlier, you know, well. a lot of people are now not working eight-hour workdays. They're working longer because they can't afford to live. Yeah,
1: on what the, um, the salaries they receive or the wages they receive. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Multiple people
2: are working more than one job just to try and make ends meet. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's it's disgusting, really. So the the thing that we should probably take away from this is that not only is international workers day uh, a really important thing for us as workers and uh you know uh, comrades to remember in so far as uh the historical significance but also as a reminder that you know this struggle really doesn't end and it is always going to be a struggle yeah. we have to kind of push forward and, and, and go with that but the other thing that we should take away from that is the fact that as we mentioned earlier sort of very briefly that the US has international workers day and it also has labor day which is a separate holiday
1: No, and they don't have they don't in, have international workers day may day doesn't exist in the, U- in the US it's just
2: no labor no no day. I know but it, they have yeah so it's not officially recognized in the states international workers day but they have labor day which is supposed to be the same thing but it sort of absolves itself of all of the history of the importance of May and the, the internationalism of and it, the right yeah exactly yeah it was treated as very much like oh you know we appreciate the work that yeah. you do for the united states and it no became one else. co-opted
1: it was yeah, exactly you know what this is a charity to you you know yes. we are granting you this this is not something that you fought for
2: yeah and well, the same thing happened elsewhere in the world as well um more more typically you tend to see things like you do in the UK where May Day exists, but it's called May Day, even though most other countries tend to call this holiday Labor Day or International Workers' Day or Workers' Day or something yeah. similar. Uh in the UK it's just May Day because it was already an existing holiday and we Decided to kind of collectively just use that term and not, yeah, and pretend that it didn't have any historical significance in terms of, you know, the importance for workers. But, but, dear listener, dear listener and comrade, if you're listening to a podcast like this, you're probably already aware that there is quite a big movement for marches and protests on May Day across the world, especially in the UK and the US. Um, there are certainly examples elsewhere in the world as well. Obviously, being a useless fucking Anglo, um, those are the two the two examples I'm going to be most familiar <laughs> such with, such as the US uh, and the yeah. UK. You know, <laughs> the know. whole world. I'm um, so uh, the whole world. Yeah, you know that place where GMT starts, and everyone else wants to go. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. I, I please forgive my fucking global ignorance. Okay, I fully admit I have it. Uh, We're trying to be better. I'm trying to be better. Be better, Um, Spectra. I know, I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, anyone who's listening to this podcast will probably be aware that there is a still living tradition of protest. And uh, while International Workers Memorial Day is a separate day a few days before International Workers Day, they're they're still sort of seen as like, we shouldn't forget where we've come from. And we shouldn't forget that the struggle is never over so Mm -hmm. this international workers day amid a lockdown where a lot of these marches are going to be halted or stopped or you know otherwise they're not going to be able to happen what 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 do we think is going to happen to them what do we think is going to happen to all these workers who want to fucking you know express their solidarity with their fellow workers mjc what do you think is going to happen today what do you think is happening today uh, i
1: don't know just order a bunch of stuff off amazon <laughs>
2: well that would be easy to do if it wasn't for the fact that a bunch of amazon workers among other retail sector picker and packer workers have all walked off their jobs today
1: no my useless plastic no i know
2: i know uh yeah so today um uh we'll we'll talk more about the organizing behind it a little bit later but um today there have been and in fact over the last few weeks because let's face it over the last few weeks a lot of people have become aware of the contradictions of capitalism through really oh, obvious oh. means. More, more <laughs> than any
1: fucking book has ever taught them. It's Just a oh, nice, yes. yeah. quick, sharp slap on the face, and it's fantastic. Yeah.
2: Pull, pull that bandaid aid mm. off, and you suddenly realise... Yeah, so a lot of people have been striking for various reasons. that um, You've probably seen in the news uh, a lot of people hanging up white sheep's Uh, white sheets in solidarity with renters who are struggling to make payments a lot of people impromptu forming renters union uh, tenants unions uh and things like that to confront their uh landlords collective people walking off exactly a lot of people walking off jobs collectively because they're not being paid properly a lot of people walking off jobs collectively because they're not being treated with the due respect that they deserve or even given the right security and like personal health uh, equipment that they post that they would need to do their job especially if they're working in public service or transit which is a very fucking precedent thing at the moment because these people are well organized and we should probably take a lesson from that so what
1: happens with these um essential services spectra uh when the workers strike Do, do do they do they just continue working on
2: well, I mean, they do if if they 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 do if they get a load of scabs in. But, but if those know, scabs
1: are locked inside, what happens to those services? <laughs> that the people well, want those essential services.
2: Uh, well, those essential services effectively collapse, oh. and business businesses and the people who would normally have control over those situations, like bosses and things like that, f- are forced to capitulate and immediately huh. offer and give in everything to the demands that are being made. Almost by the Almost instantly, right? right? Yeah, rightly fucking so. Because it turns out that when there's a lot of stress on a system, um, you can make demands for change and they get met, which is great. Uh, so I've got some examples here. So we've already talked a little bit about um, the Amazon workers are, are going off today. But I just want to go into a little bit more detail because it's not just Amazon workers. So uh, where are we? Where are we? Where are we? So there is a coalition of, of essential workers from Amazon instacart whole foods walmart target and courier fedex where people are just phoning in sick or otherwise just walking off so basically
1: the entirety of the uh on-demand economy right now is just calling in sick
2: (laughs) yeah it's fucking amazing it's so good it's so good and there have been some in amongst that there have been some excellent fucking examples of uh of praxis basically um so we're gonna try and do practice of the week but it's gonna be quite hard because there are a lot of really fucking good examples so i i haven't told you this but i've got three examples uh one of which i've already gone into detail with you yeah. uh but i'm going to go into a little bit more detail just to give people some examples of it's just some inspiration you know, the as things... well, really yeah well well you know yeah so uh the first one we've got here is uh, let me just open up that headline open up that link. No, that's not it. Why is that not it?
1: By the way, do you think just to break for a second do you yeah, think yeah, sure. um you could make like a little medal for like practice of the week? Maybe we could tweet to people and be like, hey, you're pretty sick. Oh. Oh like yeah. a little
2: like, icon or something. Yeah I can probably do that. Yeah I can do that uh yeah so some examples of things that have happened uh recently not necessarily all within like not necessarily all today some of it's happened over the last week or so um but one of them uh activists vandalize the road outside jeff bezos's 23 million dollar home in dc while his employees demand hazard pay and more protection at work yeah so uh there's a there's a photo here of where is it one two three four five six yeah so six activists i don't know whether they actually work for unfortunately the article doesn't go into a lot of detail about that which is really shit i would have would have been nice to see an interview still with. based uh but ba- yeah yeah still based uh they painted a, a giant fucking like picket sign basically on the road outside his fucking mansion that uh, says protect Amazon workers. Uh, hashtag for us, not Amazon. And the other hashtag's sort of cut off there, but I think it's hashtag shutdown. Um, so that's one example. That's pretty basic. Uh, fucking take, taking the message directly to the fucking CEO's door and going, hey, fuck the you. The world's
1: worst that's, man, yes.
2: Yeah, Who got, was it $24 billion? Yes. Since the beginning the of this crisis, of yes. Alone. Yeah. Um pretty good example um we have another one here uh something a bit more something a bit more uh close to home where uh pizza hut workers i should say this is a franchise of pizza hut not not like one of their own branches kind of thing i mean you know you know how franchises work uh their um their pay has not been made for so what, two months, no, was not it? Uh, two months, it? I think. Something along yeah. those lines. They haven't been paid yeah, for I two don't... fucking months. Yeah. Uh, it also says here that a lot of the workers in that branch tend to do 12-hour shifts and aren't paid after 1am, uh, even though they might still huh? be there at that
1: time. Excuse me? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, that, that, I knew someone who worked for, um, I think it was Papa John's. I think it was. Uh that basically they have the same things, oh yeah, we're not paying you after one AM, but you might still be here after one AM. Um
1: and I'm gonna steal everything that's <laughs> not screwed down.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're fucking right, exactly. Uh so about twenty five people um made up of both the workers and supporters, uh basically lined up outside this franchisee branch and just went, No, oh, fuck you, we want to be where the fuck is our pay? Now these workers haven't been furloughed. So they don't get the uh like Benefits. They don't get the 80% yeah. They should They should Because they're still on payroll Be being paid Fucking all of their wages
1: yeah.
2: 100% Yeah But they're not And the fucking worst part of What's the compromise is... That this
1: franchise owner Came up with Spectra oh, Fucking oh, oh
2: So angry about this So unreasonably angry No Justifiably so re- angry <laughs> Reasonably angry Um so this is this, this comment was made by one of these strikers. Uh he said that the franchise owner uh had suggested that he could pay them in ingredients that they had a surplus of in the restaurant, including olives. <laughs> including
1: olives, like that the olives weren't on the table until <laughs> until he guarantees <laughs> Don't worry. The olives will be on the table. I promise you that much.
2: Shouldn't they be on the pizza?
1: <laughs> it should be on the pizza. It
2: was a bad job. That was a bad joke. A bad joke. Um, yeah. So uh, so fuck that guy. Um, what was this franchise so owner's could... name? Spectra. Uh, I don't have it on this article. I don't. Let think. me Hang pick it, Pick up
1: the uh, Morning Star. Oh no no no! no, no. no
2: here we go. Si- Simon Byrne. I think that's how you. Is it, it so B-Y-R- Yeah. B Y R N E. Byrne. Simon Byrne. Um, yeah.
1: um, and simultaneously, as well as practice for the week. That we're going to be rewarding uh to the um croydon solidarity network we'll also be awarding uh, slug of the week uh to simon byrne yeah
2: for tr- just just be eat good, shit really
1: <laughs> cram those olives down your throat lad <laughs>
2: shove them up your ass um but yeah, the, the the nice thing about this, this story, if you can, if there is anything nice to take away from this, is that the solidarity uh, given to the workers by the local community, local residents and other union members and organisers was fucking stellar. So, uh... It says I've I've got the uh the article up from the socialist worker. Uh it says the protest was loud, angry and visible and was supported by local NEU union members, BFAWU union members, and local residents. And uh while we don't have a, a like a right now up to date sort of uh outcome of this, there was ooh, a comment from um uh, Pizza Hut's main Twitter account and I said, We have been informed uh, and the head office is resolving this immediately. Uh, so we can certainly fucking hope they resolve it immediately, or you might just have to send some more solidarity. We might just way. have to
1: spread this strike to other Pizza Hut restaurants.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, just maybe. Maybe that's a job for another union. Hmm. Hmm, one that's very good at calling to action solidarity from other workers within other unions and industries. Hmm. hmm. Uh, and the the other example I have, um, not so much an example of praxis as it is an example of the importance of praxis, is a uh, so in Hackney, uh, a group of private tenants have been threatened with legal action over rent strike plans. And they, uh, honestly I'm not gonna read you the whole article, but there are excerpts of this article that just make you out think like, Wow, landlords are just fucking the worst. Oh like, really? They're so bad. <laughs> yeah, they're you so don't bad. Say. Like I, I I'm sure that this like the, the I'm sure that the Hackney Gazette probably thinks it's portraying E both sides in a fairly neutral oh, yeah. light, but anyone Past who reads this is just like well, it's like, like wow, yeah, no, the land the landlords are real, real, real bastards here. A-man. Um Yes. Uh, Yeah, so now after talks of a rent strike, uh, Tower Key's lawyers have threatened legal action against those it accuses of, quote, encouraging tenants to not pay their rent, even where the tenant can afford to do so. This is the important thing with rent strikes is even if a tenant can afford to pay the rent they should still be part Absolutely. of the strike because the more people who are involved the more likely it is that you'll make the material conditions better for yes. the people who actually yes, need exactly. it yes exactly
1: it is about this people is what, with the means and without the means coming together and saying this is not acceptable that's what strikes is, is exactly
2: about. this is exactly why rent bre- why, why strike breakers and scabs are seen unfavourably, because they it's are It's quite a charitable way to say it. Seen quite Well, they are exacerbating they are exacerbating the situation that led to the strike in the first place. They are not solving anything by being quote-unquote impartial, you know. Uh, so 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 this is the this is an example of, of why it's important because these are these people are being threatened with legal action which you know i'm I, i'm gonna say is probably tenuous at best but you know let's we'll see what happens there encouraging them to um, break
1: contract now that's not that's not a crime no
2: yeah no it's not uh thankfully um so yeah that's a that's probably a good example of why of why organizing and why striking is important even when you might as why you might personally have the means to be able to exist and survive without you know you know you you might not have to worry you work a perfectly good you know nine to five job you get paid sort of all right it's not not the best it's not the worst but yeah but you know you don't understand why people are causing such a fuss about such minor things you know and they work in the same business as you but not not in the same department or whatever you know have solidarity with those folks because it will make a hell of a difference to their cause, and trust me, it will make a hell of a difference to yours as well. When the time inevitably comes, for you to make the when same you'll comments be that they're making yeah, now, when you'll be exactly. Down.
1: You know, this this always exactly. reminds me of um, a really you know, great left wing band. Um, although they were talking more about fascism, um, and it was sadly co-opted by the BP uh, by the BNP. Uh, Mm-hmm. The classic song. Uh, if you tolerate this, then your children will be next.
2: Ooh, you know? Ooh. topical. Well, you, you
1: know, manic street preachers, right? Uh,
2: no, I don't. Oh. I don't think I do. It's. I'm gonna have oh, to give them a lesson. They are I'll like after the pod.
1: super left vote, fo- um, mate. <laughs> I was trying to say. I was gonna say, dude. <laughs> okay. and I was like, nope, mate. Nope. <laughs> no. 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 Mate. And then I was like foe. Mate
2: mate, mate is acceptable. <laughs> yeah, no, mate is gender
1: <laughs> mate is the most based fucking like next to Comrade it is the most based gender neutral fucking uh pet name we uh, have. I, I yeah. think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um,
2: um so yeah, the, these are all this, so this is some examples of good practice and some examples of why
1: it's important to uh to be organized. But but and the great thing note, is, hang on, the great thing is is that there's so many to fucking choose from. We're sports. I know for choice. it's so good. So really, everyone's. I a winner this week.
2: Every yeah, literally every literally yeah. We're doing the like oh, yeah. clap clap. Everyone's, the winner. The won. girl. No, the girl reading this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somewhere, somewhere, someone, uh, someone, somewhere is listening to this, and they're beautiful, <laughs> and it's it's all of you.
1: <laughs> Sorry, oh what were you saying? So, um,
2: but yeah, no. I uh, un- 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 ironically, uh, yeah, everyone is, is a winner here because these people are all doing um, individual action, uh, but they're doing it in a way... Well, they're not doing individual action. They're doing action within their communities that is suitable to the task that their community face, the, the troubles that their community faces. That's, that's the important part. General strikes are great. Wildcat strikes are also good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're all good.
1: Apart um, from... There are some so, strikes which are not... Uh, so great, yeah, which we've seen in the last yeah. few weeks Pe- as well.
2: Yeah, they're not—they're not worth wasting the oxygen over if they want to go out and kill their grandparents by going back to a, yeah, you know, going back to work in a fucking garage for x amount of dollars a few an hour. Oh, so it's not um, working because they feel like they're No, no, the it's economy. not working. It's consuming
1: yeah, no, I want to open cheesecake you know, well, factory. That too.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah well you know these people aren't wasting their air over so let Yeah let's, they can
1: have their oconno pox uh, parties in peace.
2: <laughs> I want it on the record that was my no, fucking joke no, and I chose no, to leave no, it out. No this is all getting erased <laughs> as well. It's, it's it's Okay so you know those are good examples of of why it's important to a organize uh, and b why it's good when you do organize and the results that come out of that. Um So on that note, and given that so many people are striking in a whole slew of of, uh, different services uh, that, you know, these are vital services and these people are striking because they really are being shafted. There should probably be a combined place where people can get information and be directed to um, the best sort of roads to organising and the best sort of roads to gathering information on how they can collectivise properly. And it just so happens, it just so happens, MJC, that there is a place now. Toys R Us. I am. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good. No, not anymore. No, no. That, that's Toys R
1: Us. Strikes R Us. <laughs>
2: yes. Strikes are us. That'd be, well, they wouldn't sell much, though, would they? They'd just get there and there'd be a line of people outside the door.
1: Wait. Uh, that was that, that joke. I'm yeah, just uh, going to let that, that, that joke hover terrible. in dead air for a Sit bit. Sit there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: So it, it, it turns out that there is a place. Uh, Genstrike.org, which is an organization set up by a whole group of people, offering a whole slew of expertise individually, but also redirecting people to the right resources to get them going in the direction they need to go to help either organize a strike or set up a local chapter of a union or you know fucking whatever uh, genstrike.org is trying to do that what was
1: that url again uh it's www.genstrike.org genstrike.org that sounds like something we should put in our favorites list
2: it probably does um And as far as I've been able to tell, they are doing a pretty good job of getting people the support and the information that they need. So worth checking out if you're maybe in a situation that you think you could use some help on, but you're not sure where to start. They might be able to
1: point you in the right direction. Or even uh, just a little bit curious. Just start thinking, well, what does direct action look like? Uh, How can I start to... um, looking at how to organize, even if you're just a little babby. These are great babby steps to make. Making, Absolutely. The mistakes, making those steps has never been easier or safer with GenStrike.org.
2: <laughs> Sponsored by NordVPN.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, make sure you access it through NordVPN.
2: <laughs>
1: NordVPN uh, now offers a three-year discount.
2: Hey, This is going to be a consistent joke, isn't it? I love it. Yeah. So, Genstrike, GenStrike.org Give them a look if you're curious about anything at all. If you want to see some examples, because they have a pretty pretty good video. Um, I think there's a. F- I'm pretty sure that uh, American Johnson from Noncompete is involved. Oh yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure he is somehow. I'm am not 100 percent sure how. I follow Noncompete,
1: but, but I know I'm, that um they debated uh, Destiny. And Destiny's like the biggest fucking lib loser on the internet
2: yeah i I don't really know how that went I don't tend to watch like debate videos or anything like that just because they seem to cover this well they seem to cover the same sort of like unless it's something really unique they tend to cover like the same fucking is race six real talking points yeah yeah are exactly. we
1: being replaced by brown um, people communism does it work yeah it's always the same yeah fucking yawn
2: um oh fucking on that note uh and this this can either go in the uh this can either go in the um the episode or not but, um there was in in doing my sort of looking up of events that are going on today uh for this episode, uh, I came across i think it was an article in the sun, and it was talking about the proposed strikes for from Amazon workers and you know all these um like click and collect delivery one point mm-hmm. click. Um, delivery services, and it, it, it sort of briefly mentions that you know that it, the history of uh, anarchists and Marxists and things like that within the labour movement, right? It just mentions that, and that that article had one comment on it, had one single comment on it by someone who was very sure they knew what they were talking oh. about, but clearly had moments no before disaster. Idea what <laughs> okay, I can't, I don't have the window open anymore. I can't be asked to go and find it, but it was something along the lines of. Because um, obviously this is in reference to the Labour Party uh, in the UK. Uh, Labour would have been, bef- fight no, Labour shafted the people. Labour and Corbyn shafted the people on Brexit. Fucking Marxist racist bastard. And it's just like, you don't know what any no, of those words no mean, do you? Word.
1: Nope.
2: <laughs> oh, it's, it was. It, it made me. It made me chuckle. It made me chuckle quite a lot. <laughs> Uh, so yeah those are those are my uh that that that's the brief history the very, the the abridged history of uh where why mayday came about why it's important and sort of touching on uh why weirdly uh countries especially in the west large industrialized countries with a largely you know suppressed work, like working class don't Tend to get told about it, you know. It's just it's almost like there's a reason that Yeah, happened. it's
1: almost like they um select what history you get uh, taught.
2: Yeah, it's funny that I mean I when I was in college, uh, when I was in in school, sorry, um, I I opted to cover American and world industrial history. Mm. and We fucking didn't mm. get told any of this. Yeah, it was always that. what was it? It was
1: um the Industrial Revolution in the UK. It's pretty bad because like the apartments were shit. And that that was it yeah, like that you, was, you had, yeah. that, that you had a toilet it. outside the, not the, like n- oh yeah the by way, the way your child worked in the same factory as you and they could die from an industrial yeah. accident and you wouldn't be compensated you know like none of yeah. that
2: because it was just the risk of the just job like, you know. shitter outside yeah. gross yeah yeah uh, which as far as I can tell is like a, a thing that pertains to like most low level history classes when it's like oh yeah there's no, no context nope. for any of this it's just like oh these are events that happened We're not going to tell you about any of the social context, but, you know, they're things that happened.
1: Just a quick uh, shout-out as well. Uh, I wouldn't say they're a winner, but they're they're certainly uh, something to be uh, honourably mentioned. Uh, Project Whispers, uh, which are a uh, trans uh, Antifa group, uh, released a website uh, called DDoS Secrets, and in it they have leaked uh, millions of uh, neo-Nazi discord messages and uh, tens of thousands of fascist profiles online. So big ups to uh, DDoS secrets. Uh, check them out on Twitter um, or go to their website, which is uh, whispers.ddos, like you know distributed denial of service, DDoS uh, secrets. Uh, DDoS Secrets has only one S uh, But there's an S at the end Oh fuck D-D-O-S-E-C-R-E-T-S Dot com The most fucking janky way To say a fucking URL
2: <laughs> Well they're anti-Nazi They don't want to have two S's next to each other In the in the URL
1: I love that Oh, But they do like D and D Because they got two D's together Well who doesn't like D right I do like double D's Oh no <laughs> oh, ya. we've got we've got we've got genital jokes for everyone here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sexual characteristics uh, for everyone. Great. Good stuff.
2: Um so uh I I talked about this I I alluded to having this uh just before we started recording. Uh I I want to continue the dunk of the week thing because I personally find it fun and cathartic to just not necessarily dunk on people, but to see other people's dunks. They're quite good.
1: It's, it's not Graham again, is it? No,
2: it's not, no. But it's in the same vein, and it's it's so good. Uh, so you'll be aware of who Julie Bindle is, yeah? Uh,
1: yeah, of course. Okay, right.
2: So Julie Bindle, uh, you know, Arch Turf. Um deleted deleted her twitter account uh not long ago uh for i assume because she gets a lot of flack for her wildly inconsistent views um but uh someone has taken it upon themselves to register an account with her name really and it's so good uh there are i i don't imagine the account will be around for long if I'm honest <laughs> 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 But um, yeah, there's some there's some real gold on there so far, uh, including Turfs and Radfems can get fucked, uh, and also, oh, I'm not I'm not gonna say that one. <laughs> Just after the conversation we already had, um, I'm not gonna say that one.
1: Ah, oh, is it with the c word? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, but
2: also, I'm so awful that I make catching the Rona look like fun. Wee and uh another another good one, can you imagine being so defined by any one physical thing about you and actively endorsing it for others? It's almost like women aren't defined by just their vaginas,
1: yeah, it's almost like women have more than just their genitalia yeah wow. and and the
2: the most recent one, I haven't bothered refreshing the page in case the Twitter account just vanishes mm. um. <laughs> But the most recent one: uh, the only way for females to be safe oh. in their own bathrooms is to have paid guards who conduct a genitals check at the door. Raise those skirts, everyone! Obviously, just riffing on <laughs> yeah. uh, on Julie's wildly inco- incoherent views on being both a rad fem and "quote unquote" gender critical, i.e., a turf. Uh, so yeah, dunk of dunk of the week goes to whoever set this 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 account up i love them it's great
1: nailed it mate nailed, nailed it. it
2: absolute nailed it quality
1: we should make a badge for that as well
2: what well, dunk food. of the week just yeah. like a hoop like a uh yes. a basketball yes. hoop Yes. Yeah. yes yeah. exactly that yeah like a like a fucking um you know last week with john oliver like graphic that's been hastily put together at the last minute
1: um i don't watch john oliver
2: ah oh, that's fine i don't blame you
1: yeah fucking lib
2: Right, and that leads us into our, another section that we, we wanted to have from day one, but we didn't have any examples. But uh, MJC has an example for this section. Take it away.
1: Well, I, I would say there were definitely examples available. Um, it was uh, more the case that I don't think we uh, researched enough in yeah. the beginning. Oh, oh, I think oh yeah. Primarily when, when, I, when I say we didn't have an example, was we didn't go looking for an example. <laughs> No, we we kind of crammed the length with our own talking and then kind of ran out of space for it. Yeah. Um but this section is going to be called uh imperialism BTFO'd, which means blown the fuck out, of course. Yep. Um and this is uh to honour any stories of um people uh in developing countries, uh in the uh post colonized or currently colonized world, uh that is sticking it to uh their oppressors and countries which are benefiting from their oppression and exploitation and so for this week we're going to be honoring uh the legal activism of one uh town in iraq um, some iraqis uh, from the town of hawija uh, which is in the kirkuk province that's in the northeast of the country uh, part of uh, Iraqi Kurdistan Uh, this um, was a Dutch led excursion uh, ostensibly to fight the expansion and advancement of uh, Daesh or the Islamic State so um, according to uh, what was uh, described as faulty intelligence after the fact um, a Dutch F-16 fighter jet uh, dropped a bomb um, onto a community hall in uh, Hawija and killed nothing but innocent civilians. They killed 70 people in one bomb blast.
2: A, a, a bombing campaign led by a European country going horribly awry in the Middle East and killing a bunch of civilians because of bad military intelligence. I am shocked. Imagine my shock. It's... All, all joking aside, Like this is such a fucking frequent occurrence it's it's
1: it happens all the fucking time yeah. this is only the stuff you hear about exactly yeah right this is only the stuff that makes the news because the people um that have suffered from this have decided we're not fucking taking this we're taking this to fucking court yeah and so they should yeah and so every single victim of the war should um of any war um of course they don't have the capital means to do that um hmm. so that is why i'm trying to get in contact with um what i believe is one of the uh members of the plaintiff party right now to see if we can uh, get like a fundraiser going or if there's any existing fundraising campaigns uh to contribute to
2: yeah definitely because uh, as you say um the, these situations in these situations the odds are very much stacked against them especially when up against uh, a foreign state effectively and all of the legal power that that has so we yeah. should certainly we should certainly consider banding together uh, in the interest of these folk who have been so uh, so horribly treated um, at the hands of w- what is effectively a sort of latent imperialist uh, mindset of all these Western countries.
1: Yes, of um, a military uh, machine that does not view uh, the people on the ground as humans as mm. people to be protected, but rather as um ants on a screen. Uh dehumanizing um their yeah, humanity and their right to exist.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Wow. Um so the official Defence Ministry response to this um Is this to gonna
2: make me angry, MJC? Is this, uh, I think I, it's gonna make I... you
1: quite angry, yeah.
2: Oh, oh no I might just unplug my headphones. I might just
1: uh, I might just have to unplug for a bit might be for the best so they um, had said that um, despite this being um, a clear um, case of gross negligence on their part for not checking the validity of intelligence um, they have said that um, they do not take any responsibility uh, for uh, the wrongful deaths of civilian lives um those res- that responsibility is to be held by the iraqi government because they invited the dutch into their airspace to take out is for them
2: oh my f- fucking god really oh,
1: but, he, but 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 it gets worse it gets worse my friend
2: how, how does it get worse than that how does it get worse than a state saying, oh, well, you know, you invited us in, so you effectively okayed us to kill civilians. You know, yeah, genocide's bound, okay now. It was bound to happen.
1: Yeah, we're allowed to do any sort of excessive mean we can uh, because we have this one mission. Imagine, imagine if, you're <laughs> if you're an exterminator and they say, I want you to take care of the ant problem that I have. Okay, yeah, you start fucking napalming the house. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, you told me to take care of the ant problem. What the fuck are you complaining about? This is your responsibility.
2: Yeah. Oh, fuck me. This is so... However,
1: the Dutch minister um, did say that uh, she would consider um, creating a special fund uh, to uh, compensate the victims. Oh, uh, fucking
2: good. What does it consist of? A fucking Starbucks voucher? What? Oh, fuck. Oh, no. I'm, I'm... Yeah, okay. Go on
1: so the the people behind this legal case um they have had in the first instance uh their uh, claim denied uh the claim of it being a uh, tort uh in dutch law was uh, denied by the court uh but they are now currently appealing um so we'll see uh we'll provide you with any updates we have um about any sort of fundraisers uh from my understanding that there's a human rights foundation which is uh, looking into um War reparations for uh, Dutch war crimes. I don't know much about the foundation myself uh, or the human rights lawyer behind it. Uh, once again, you always have to side eye those sort of people, but um, they seem to be pretty uh, extensive with um, their litigation, and we'll see how it goes from there.
2: Yeah, it'd be it would be great to have any updates as they come in, um, yeah. because that's just. I, th- I think the, the the tragic thing about it is, I want to say. It's shocking me, generally, uh, genuinely, but it isn't, and that's what's disgusting about it. Mm-hmm. The fact that I am not shocked just
1: no. is just the fucking worst. Yeah, it's it as we said, it is a constant occurrence, and especially with our own government oh um, yes if you recall in what was it 2015 i believe or 2016 uh when uh the uh, british parliament were voting to whether to expand the uh, bombing campaign that we had uh, yes uh, from syria into, syria? into yes. yeah from syria yeah. into iraq or from iraq into syria Hang on one
2: yes second. i yeah i seem to remember that one rather how well
1: that turned out as well um some great results um, yes it was uh, to expand uh, our area of operation from iraq which we already had um, authorization from the iraqi government to conduct bombing campaigns on which means we're not responsible for any deaths of course um to syria in which we didn't have any invitation from the uh, from the government from the al-assad government um mm-hmm. yes this was in december 2015 december 3rd um the speech uh, that was uh, given a roaring round of applause was from one Hilary Ben. Ah, uh, yes. Now the name Ben might be familiar to some of our audience. Why mm. might that name be familiar, Spectra?
2: Oh, could it be the Ben Act, among other things?
1: Well, he's the son of uh, Tony Ben.
2: Oh, I'm. Yeah, sorry, I'm actually fucking <laughs> legitimately mixing and <laughs> mixing people up. Sorry. All yes. those Bens. Oh, yeah. All those <laughs> Benjamins. All those Bens. Um yes, uh son of the uh frankly prophetic uh Ben. Yep. Of yeah. the gay um, parliamentary history.
1: The one Ben who um giving a speech in 1998 uh to discuss the uh, potential bombing of Iraq, um, in which uh, he said, "You know, we we've experienced the Blitz in the UK. We were, yeah, terrified and absolutely desperate. Are um, Iraqis not terrified? Are Arab uh, men, women, children not terrified when we uh, reap their lives away from them? Um, there is simply uh, no humanity." In bombing uh, these people, which have no part to play in the regime, right? And it was like, oh, absolutely based, right? Mm -hmm. Um, in the background, of course, is Jeremy Corbyn. (laughs) Bay, always (laughs) on the right side of history.
2: He's not going to sleep with you, MJC. (laughs) Uh, He will one
1: day. He just doesn't know it yet. Oh, that's creepy. Um, (laughs) That's really creepy. Cut all of this out. (laughs) Uh, Conversely the the son the um, failed abortion that Hillary Benn is um, decided to uh, say that uh, well you see um, is are not civilized they hold our civilization our democracy in contempt um, and so we need to uh, bring our righteous democracy and shit to them by the
2: only way we know how yeah by
1: bombing them to fucking smithereens primarily citizens fucking hell. Primarily civilians. Yeah. And I remember at the time. I remember at the time. I was quite. Oh, I was quite uh, pissed off with this. Um, really, people, I wonder why people were bigging up the RAF's laser-guided bombing
2: techniques. Um, yeah, it doesn't mean shit if you still don't know what the fucking target is.
1: Correct. The 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 official statistics um, under RAF Operation Shader in Iraq and Syria. Uh, say that uh, four thousand four hundred and nine bombs and missiles have been released. Uh, Three thousand mm. nine hundred and sixty-four enemies have been killed. <laughs> enemies wounded were two hundred ninety-eight, and civilians killed. Guess how many? Uh, in their dispropor- estimations,
2: disproportionately more than there should have been, based on that. No, no in, in the RAF.
1: No, RAF no, in the RAF. In the RAF estimations.
2: Oh God! I don't know twenty.
1: One. Mm one oh this this little bit of morsel this little bit of flesh that we can see from uh three thousand thirty thousand feet up in the air yeah that that was uh that was an instant civilian okay tick that one just
2: just just one yeah Yeah, just 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 one see the thing about the thing about explosives in missiles (laughs) this is this is going to get flagged um the thing about explosives (laughs) in missiles is by nature they sort of go outwards they have like an area of effect
0: they sort of they make a, <laughs> really
2: they have like a, a big splash they they do a lot of damage in an area they're not very precise right mm-hmm. i mean they can be as precise as you know a building i suppose <laughs> but you know how many people occupy a building well you know who yeah. knows just anywhere um,
1: from 1 to a couple of thousand
2: yeah and and the thing about the thing about um you, know, you can you can make those missiles really accurate so they hit exactly where you want them to hit. But the thing about, like, how they work is that they take out an area. And the thing about areas in populated, you know, centers is there's usually more than just the people you're aiming for in them.
1: Really? So what the Tell fuck?
2: So what what the fuck what the fuck lame excuses. Oh well, you know, they're really precise. Like it's not a fucking laser pen, is it?
1: <laughs> just run an x-ray scan through that building to make sure that everyone inside is a terrorist. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we do can do tell do. that. Yep, yeah, yep, confirmed. Yep, confirmed. All right, just Let just it go, boys. Fucking... <laughs> Another cool job well done. <laughs> and you can just And you can almost hear people
2: in the background going, "Oh, well, you know, of course that that's that's being facetious really and and, you know making a false argument because you know ultimately these people have to be have to be taken out it's like okay sure you can even if you're going to make that fucking argument which i would contest among other circumstances but even if you're going to make that fucking argument the fact that they're resorting to fucking using the raf and using ground strikes and drones kind of hints to the fact that they don't know what the fuck they're doing in that situation anyway
1: Yes, correct. Yes, they don't know what they're doing, so they stay from the air and say, "Well, we can just click on that one." (laughs) All right, then. Sick. Next one. I am. I'm. I'm getting angry. Let's. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Um, hope
2: the situation for these um, these citizens improves and that they can, they that their
1: appeal. Release their shackles. Mm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and the
2: importance of an injury to one is an injury to all. This is why. Yes. Uh, solidarity is so important. Because there are many situations solidarity. Yeah, there are, there there are many situations that we might feel that we can't directly influence and we might not have any power over and indeed in many cases that is the that is the scenario. But we have to where we can uh make as much of a difference as we can.
1: Yes. And imperialism is always worth fighting. Always oh, yes. worth fighting. Oh yes. And it's always and it a struggle
2: it might be very difficult for um for listeners in western countries to appreciate that because they never directly been the victim of it but in fact
1: they benefit from it every single day
2: yes yeah it's it's the recognize you know recognizing that you are in a better situation because of something abhorrent that happened in history is not a fun process it it sucks but you have to acknowledge it mm. at some point to appreciate other people's struggles it's you know it's not fun it it's really isn't but we have it's something we have to do it's literally the least we can do
1: mm. um so the um the u.s military is even calling out the uk to say you need to own up to more civilian deaths uh the u.s military uh that's fucking has rich. State, yeah, um, Airways, which is, I think, an NGO, has stated that there has been up, upwards of uh, 30,000 civilian deaths uh, since the 2015 bombing campaign in Syria and Iraq. Uh, the U.S. military has owned up for 1,300 of those uh, civilian deaths. It's undoubtedly much higher, mind you. Yeah. Um, but the U.K. Uh, RAF has not uh, increased their total from uh, one. But even the U.S. military is saying, come on,
2: yeah, Just give biggest, us the when figures. The biggest, blo- most bloated, like, fucking military force in the world is calling you... When
1: War Crimes out. Inc. is saying, <laughs> you need to be honest here. <laughs>
2: We're in the country that spawned fucking Raytheon, you know, is <laughs> saying, hang on now, lads. You know, <laughs> wait, own
1: up. Wait a fucking minute here. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the math and this doesn't add up at all.
2: <laughs> oh, fuck me.
1: <sighs> that was good, actually. That was a good good segment. That was a though. good it was
2: a good sec segment yeah. i think with with things like this we just have to you know mm. shit sucks but we have to fucking improve things yeah, yeah. so you've been listening to yanni pod uh we recorded this on the 1st of may as we said earlier
1: won't be released then mind you yeah me no. a fucking break
2: <laughs> yeah mjc is on not, strike I, I mean, <laughs> he's, he's he's joined the podcast union um, I, be, mem- I hope that exists the, the members include himself and, and that's it it's just it's just him angrily stood outside his bedroom door you know refusing to work on, on and yet i've split the, the audio party
1: 30 times <laughs> already
2: yeah <laughs> oh god um so yeah we're recording this on the 1st of may so this information will be coming to you late um but it, we thought it was important nonetheless to talk about um the importance of of international workers day its history uh and how it's being treated today uh in amongst all of the the, well the globe the global situation as we know it uh and how that has impacted how people are seeing uh seeing this day for the perhaps for the first time as international workers day and we want to talk more about that introduction as as is a running theme of this podcast is introducing people to these ideas
1: yeah. Thank yeah that's um thank you so much for uh listening. Uh friends and comrades um to play us out once again uh is Isabel Frey um with the song Dalloy Polizei uh this time in German um to protest the Austrian far right coalition uh which uh fell apart recently Lamau. Mao Get fucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and remember, solidarity forever. Solidarity forever.
0: Brüder und Schwestern, gehen wir Hand in Hand und treiben diese Rechtsregierung raus aus unserem Land. Gemeinsam demonstrieren gegen Schwarz und Blau. <laughs> wir wollen weder Burschenschaftler noch sozialer Bau. Hey, hey, nieder mit HC. Nieder mit der neuen ÖVP Raus auf die Straße trotz Schnee und Niederschlag Denn es ist wieder Donnerstag Brüder und Schwestern, es ist noch nicht zu spät Bekämpfen wir Rassismus mit Solidarität Gemeinsam können wir diese Rechtsregierung stürzen Und vielleicht noch nebenbei unsere Arbeitszeit verkürzen Hey, hey, Nieder mit HC Nieder mit der neuen ÖVP. Raus auf die Straße tritt Schnee und Niederschlag, denn es ist wieder Donnerstag. Wir wollen keine Grenzen und keinen Sicherheitsapparat und schon gar keinen protofaschistischen Ethnonationalstaat. Day hey, nieder mit HC und nieder mit der neuen ÖVP. Auf die Straße tritt Schnee und Niederschlag. Heute ist straches, letzter Tag. Hey, hey, nieder mit HC und nieder mit der neuen ÖVP. Raus auf die Straße, auch bei Sonnenschein. Bald wird Basti's Ende sein.